the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. And welcome to well, a, a very different Rock and Roll American Football this week, really. Uh, after our bye week last week, uh, Carter is uh, not available today. He's away today, so it's just me. I'm Jay Lawrence. Uh, and so what do we do on Rock and Roll American Football? Well, we talk the, the minutia. We talk the medium size. We talk about the large bits to do with the NFL that we that we really want to talk about. Whether you want to talk about it or not, I have no idea, to be honest with you, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, so I'll talk about a few different things today that I just really want to get off my chest, really, after a couple of weeks since the, uh, the last edition of Rock and Roll American Football. Some things that maybe have been... Uh, you know, sort of been biting at my my heels or whatever the the phrase is, um, and it has been a, a really sort of interesting season so far, as we know when it comes to the NFL, where a lot of teams seem to be a lot closer than we might have anticipated, and there are some teams that are obviously better than others, and there are lots of teams that are worse than others, Jaguars, <clears throat> Texans, <clears throat> uh, but there's a lot of teams that are still in the mix, and really, you can find it yourself, and you can, I'm sure you could. Uh, argue that there's going to be it could be any particular matchup in the uh, the Super Bowl. But as we're about three quarters of the way through the season, I'm going to just really put forward my feeling, my suggestion, almost my wish for the Super Bowl that will be happening in a few months' time. Um, and I feel like it would just be poetic, poetic justice. Poetic justice is that the right phrase? I'm not even quite sure if this were to happen. Super Bowl, in a few months' time, in LA, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing off against the New England Patriots. I just feel like no matter what happened in that game, it can't be a letdown. You've got, of course, Tom Brady on one side, who's won an extraordinary number of, of Super Bowls already, whether it is with the Patriots or last year, of course, with the Buccaneers. And on the other side, after a disappointing 2020 season, you've got Bill Belichick basically basically saying, do you know what? Tom Brady, he was great to work with. We did a lot of amazing things, but it wasn't because of him that we did so well. We have got a completely different roster of players. We have got a completely different quarterback in the rookie that is Mac Jones. And we are still going to get there. We can still win a Super Bowl. This whole question, this whole question that we have had for years and years and years, like, you know, who is it that makes the Patriots so good? Was it Tom Brady? Was it Bill Belichick? And then really after last year, a lot of people said, well, we've got the answer now, don't we? We have the answer. The answer is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the person that made uh, the New England Patriots who they were. Bill Belichick, yes, of course, an incredible coach, but it wasn't necessarily him that made it. It was Tom Brady that was really uh, the genius behind it all. So that's why New England Patriots versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers is it would be those old allies against each other but it would also be a statement a potential statement for Bill Belichick saying look we have got a rookie as our quarterback someone yes has done well this year uh, and has got better this year as it as we as it got got along but still we can do it I mean I say say he got better as it went along he attempted three passes in the, in the win against the uh, Buffalo Bills. He attempted three passes. I mean, that, of course, is due to the, the weather conditions up in New York, but still, you know, an incredible uh, stat. New England Patriots, 9-4, and four, top of the AFC East. I think a lot of people, a lot of people would be saying that the Buffalo Bills 
uh, were going to run away in that division, and it's not happened whatsoever. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the on the other conference, of course, in the NFC, uh, no doubt that they are going to win the NFC South. There could it happen? I'm not sure. Would I love it to happen? Yes. New England Patriots versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl next year. I would just love it to happen. I'm sure that I'm not the first person. I'm sure that I'm not the only person to be thinking that right now. I also want to talk about uh, an enigma. I'm not sure if enigma is the right word, actually. A personality. Someone who people know about when they follow the NFL, despite him not necessarily being, well, he's not a starting quarterback, despite him not even being on a second contract. And he was with the Jackson Jaguars for the first years of his career. Uh, And yeah, he was solid. He was not spectacular, but he does have that army around him because he is just so fascinating. And of course, I'm talking about Gardner Minshew and that facial hair that he dons as well. Jalen Hurts, out injured, did not play for the Philadelphia Eagles the other day. Gardner Minshew comes in, completes 80% of his passes, throws for 242 yards and two touchdowns in the Eagles' win over the Jets. An impressive performance. And you know what the best thing about that is? Yes, of course, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're from Philadelphia or otherwise, you follow the Eagles, the win is brilliant. Um and needed, really, uh, in the NFC East. Uh, Of course, it's great to know that you have that other option behind Jalen Hurts, but more than anything else, you can see what it means to Gardner Minshew. And you know what? In a a league um, where a lot of people um, don't necessarily, well, a lot of quarterbacks don't necessarily show maybe as much emotion as you'd like. You can see it when Gardner Minshew plays and you can see how he reacts after the win as well. If you haven't seen it on social media, it's an incredible clip where Gardner Minshew just so hyped up, so excited about the win. He sees his dad afterwards and honestly, I don't, I don't think I've seen somebody hyped up or more excited for a long, long time, to be honest with you. Even his dad is a little bit like, all right, calm down, mate. Can, all right, can we just calm down a second? Yeah, I know, you've won an NFL game. But st- can we just can we just calm down for a second? Gardner Minshew, a lot of respect for him. You know, he's not going to supplant Jalen Hurts, at least not now, as the starting quarterback. Nick Sirianni, the uh, head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, has already said that. Uh, that Jalen Hurts is the starter. But still, incredible stuff from Gardner Minshew. And um, and you know what? And brilliant to sort of have him back in the league, really, starting in the league. I think it's sort of better because of that, better because of these sorts of personalities. And speaking of personalities, <clears throat> Jared Goff as well as, <laughs> as, uh, has won the, uh, the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Now, I don't... I'm not saying necessarily he doesn't deserve it, but, you know, there were better... I would say they're probably better overall performances, definitely better stat lines as well uh, in the NFC offensive player-wise. You know, Tom Brady uh, with the Bucks this week beating the, the Falcons and, you know, Kyler Murray uh, on his return for the Arizona Cardinals as well. Uh, both of those uh, throwing more touchdown passes uh, than Jared Goff. But what did Jared Goff do? Well... He got the first win of the season for the Detroit Lions thanks to an 11-yard touchdown pass as time expired. You know, credit to Detroit Lions as well. I think they've been a team really this whole season, haven't they, that you've kind of supported, sort of, in a way. Because I think it's sort of a cliche to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. It just looks like they're they're playing hard. They're playing hard for the win. They're playing hard for their head coach and Dan Campbell as well. Um, So it is... 
it's good for them. I think that a lot of people sort of really wanted them to win, to sort of get over that hump, really. And now they have. Jared Goff as well, who has had a lot of critics this year, but I suppose credit to him. Detroit um, passed on every single play of its game-winning drive, which is an impressive thing. And do you know what? As well, for Jared Goff as well, a lot of trust in Jared Goff, somebody who after they scored that touchdown pass, what does he do? He goes and runs over to Dan Campbell, make sure that he gives his head coach some credit where he thinks it's due. The first NFL win for Goff without Rams coach Sean McVay as well. And lastly, I'd just like to sort of touch on this because, I mean, I think we sort of have spoken about it, me and Carter, in the, the last episode of Rock and Roll American Football. But I just thought, I just don't really want to, to to sort of expand on it. I just want to say, what? I think that's what I really want to say. It's like, what? Three? Three players getting suspended for fake COVID vaccination cards. What? Come on, guys. Come on. One of whom, by the way, and I'm not sure if this is really, if this is well known. I don't know if people really... I mean, obviously Antonio Brown, the, the Bucks wide receiver, being one of them. Uh, but another is um, the guy off of Last Chance U. What was his name? John Franklin III. If you've watched the first season of Last Chance U over on Netflix, he is one of the, the main characters, as it were. Uh, he was a quarterback in that, never made it as a quarterback. Uh, I think he's now a, a cornerback, I believe. A free agent, uh, as it is now. But he is now suspended as well. It's what, guys? Come on, What? What? What are you doing? I mean, it's not necessarily the most articulate I've been in my life, but I think it gets my message across, really. Uh, that is a much shorter version of Rock and Roll American Football this week, uh, and it will be back to full strength, as it were. It will be me and somebody else next week, but still, hopefully that's just a, a few thoughts that I just needed to get off my mind. You know what? More than anything else, I just sort of needed to get off my mind. If you'd like to uh, participate in, in a discussion, if you want to make sure that you think, Jay, what you said is completely wrong and you're an idiot, then you can feel free to get in touch either on Twitter at RNR American or you can just tweet me at Jay Lawrence91. A shorter episode of Rock and Roll American Football back next week. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.